Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your GM. Hold on. Hold on, man. I got a call real quick. Hello? No. No, you still have to face Alex Kane. Yes, I know he's a suplex assassin. Yes, I know you're going to go to Suplex Island. I don't care if you don't want to face him. You did not want to listen to my booking, did you not? Well, guess what? You're going to Suplex Island. You got a first flight ticket. Goodbye. Huh, now, like I was saying, it's him. It's him. It's your boy. It's the GM Classic. That's right. It may be AM, maybe PM, but it's the same old GM. But look, I just want to tell you, though. You see how I just booked that match right there? <laughs> it was fire, right? But guess what? You can book some great stuff, too. But I'm not talking about matches. No, no, no. That's my job. But you can book some great tickets to some great events. You want to go to SummerSlam? <laughs> Do you want to go to WrestleMania? Do you want to go to Royal Rumble? <laughs> well, guess what? Just check out Megaseat.com. That's right. www.megaseat.com. They hook you up with some great tickets for some low, low, great prices. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss it, but just listen up. First of all, when you go to www.megaseats.com, don't forget to tell them that the GM sent you. That's right, the GM or RSM. And then just remember this, there's no service fee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's right, you heard it right. No service fees added to your little cost. No, no, and then there's no shipping fees either. Did we send your tickets right to you? Boom, you got it. No audition. But look, you need to listen to this part. Listen closely. Now, if you don't listen, you might get suplexed with the next fella. You got to put in the promo code SSAW Network at checkout and you get 10% off. That's right. You heard it right. 10% off. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not even 5%. And you know Big E love that five count. I had him on the phone yesterday. But no, no, no. I'm talking about 10% off your cost. But all you got to do again is put in SSAW Network at checkout. Go to megaseats.com. Get your tickets today. You never know. I might see you at an event. <laughs> Peace. Monday, Ringside family. You got your Professor LL here. Pierre, you here? GM, you here? Okay, maybe Sir Max here. Huh. Okay, we're missing the fellas, but I believe uh, our queen, Lady Rose, are you here? Yes, I am. How are you doing this Monday? I am good. You know what? I'm excited. How many podcasts are out there? A husband and wife team talking wrestling that's true I, I really don't know many of them right the right should we ditch the guys and just keep it us too i think yeah let's do it let's do okay it. okay i'm liking it i'm liking it my partner in life and my partner on the podcast shoot can't get nothing better than that that's facts i agree well listeners uh we do have a announcement to make um, I know, you know, today you guys are listening in, you guys are expecting to hear Moose, but you guys know it's it's the world of wrestling. Things happen. And first and foremost, we definitely want to say for those that, you know, watched Bound for Glory, you saw in the main event, our our guest, he's the, he's the new champ. Congratulations, yes. Moose. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations. Well deserved. And so with that, you know, like I said, it is wrestling. Things do change. And you know, we, we had to push, we had to push it, the interview. So look out for our next episode. We will have the newly crowned Impact World Champion Moose on, on our next episode. But, you know, like, like Rose said, it's, it's, it's going to be me and her tonight. And, you know, we're going to bring you some wrestling because there was a outside of Bound for Glory, which was, a, you know, that was big news for Moose and just that company as a whole. Because not only was he a new champ, Mickey James is his new women's champ. Congratulations yep, to her. Yeah, congrats, Mickey. 
Um, the I well, what we know as the Iconics, they're the new women's tag champs. Congratulations to them as well. So yeah, you know, yeah. some big things. So some big yeah. things over the weekend. But still you know, we definitely, definitely got get into it. I believe. Uh, let's start with Rampage because that was there were some interesting things that went down. When you say, <gasps> yes, yes, you know, just us on here actually forced me to watch Rampage. <laughs> you wasn't know, bad. You gotta I know it's bad. not bad, but still, just. I still get that itch when I actually have to watch this show. <laughs> wow. See, listeners, I, I, I we, we, as you can see, we have different opinions on this show. But uh, Right, right. Yeah. We don't always agree. You know, he watches AEW. I don't really watch AEW. But since it's just us two, I was like, okay, oh, Lord, let me actually watch this. So. And, and, and so listeners and, and myself included want to know, uh, and your thoughts are, what what you think? It wasn't bad. Oh, wow. I, I was like, I, I got silence. I was like, uh-oh. No, it wasn't bad. <laughs> okay. I actually, I have to talk. Usually Mac and, and GM are there to fill in the gaps, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm allowed to stay mm-hmm. silent. But today it was not bad. Okay. So, you know, that match between Orange Cassidy and Hobbs, right? Right. Wasn't bad. I was actually like, wow, I'm I'm impressed. Hobbs got some moves, you know, really good back and forth. Happy Cassidy got the win. Really? I I as much as I know I did say in a previous episode I was picking Cassidy. You know, um I, I was kind of hoping for Hobbs because I think he deserved he deserves some type of push in in AEW, And you don't think that was a, a big enough push? No, because the push he got was facing punk. And what's happened after that? That's the question. I mean, Cassidy is a very good, you know, downgrade from that match. He's still being involved with the top, you know, um, wrestlers within AEW. So his name is still being on the card with them. So I don't think they've kind of like forgotten him, but they're also mm-hmm. not keeping him out of the picture. So I think it's it's pretty good filling him out along the way right then and there, you know. Um, I don't think it's a bad spot for him. All right. I mean, and you know, like I said, it, it was for those that you know have been paying attention. Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs it was you know first round match for the World Title Eliminator. Cassidy does win and moves on to the semis. It's gonna be interesting to see who's gonna come out on top because there was another match. There was another match um, over the weekend as well, which we're gonna talk about. But you know, after that match, Penta has his interview. With Tony. And interestingly enough, you know, he's looking in the crowd. You got two guys wearing the the lucha mask that FTR was wearing. So Penta immediately thought that was FTR. Goes to the crowd, removes oh. the masks. Okay, so finds that's out, what happened. Yeah, finds out that they were fans. And while in the process of doing that, here comes FTR and Tully. Sneak attack them. Yeah. Pat comes out for the save. Ties into the main event because the main event was Andrade versus Pac. Which we we'll get into, but what'd you think of uh, what'd you think of a uh, Britt Baker and Anna J? Mm. You know, it was already already mixed matched. Um, the odds were already against Anna J. Um, mm-hmm. this Jamie Hater and I don't she <laughs> she oh Lord, let me be nice. Um, just be you. you don't gotta be nice. Say what you want to say. I'm trying to formulate the words because she's giving me very much He-Man vibes. Oh no! Like she, <laughs> she's Brit's muscle, and Rebel right. is is Brit's right. fluffer. Yeah, um, you can right. say that hype. I, I say hype woman. Okay, hype woman. There best. you go. You can't fluff on women, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's pretty much. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, I felt sorry for Anna Jay. I mean, she got some good hits, some good moves in on, you know, the champ. I think she probably would have mm-hmm. won if there was no interference. I, th- yeah, I mean, that, that, but see, that begs the question. Um, can Britt do this on her own? That, that's, that's, you know, that's something that needs to be seen. Is can she actually come out on her own and hold her own? Which I think she can. Um, it's just, I guess she doesn't want to not bring out Rebel and Jamie for all of her matches. But speaking of people coming out, I mean, at the end of the match, because, you know, Britt, it, to me, I thought the match could have went longer, but, you know, Britt retains. Right. And then Ty comes out for the save. 
Let's now say. with Ty Conti, she accord it looks like what happened there is that she's in, in line for the title shot because she came out for the save, grabs the belt, raises it. Britt and her go back and forth, exchange some words, and now we have a title match at full gear. I personally have a problem with that because it's like, again, she runs out. All you got to do is run out and grab the belt. And that's it. And you get a title shot. When there's well, plenty of other women that deserve that more than her right now. Pretty much. Um, yeah, that, that was kind of. Well, for the longest time, we all have been very dumbfounded as to how a AEW does their ranking. So for me, I was like. Okay, well, obviously, the woman who's next in line, according to their rankings, maybe is going to go out and challenge Brit next because really they're letting Brit just have the pick of the litter against who she's going to wrestle, right? When right. we all know that there's obvious women that should be in line for the title, but it's not happening that way. So I guess that's in her contract or something like that. So for me, it's just kind of like a throwaway just to get a women's match on TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. That's an interesting thought. And uh, let, let's go ahead and talk about this main event for Rampage. You know, with Rampage, it's only an hour show, so we're only getting right. two three matches. I will say this: I did not see Mark Henry. I was ecstatic. <laughs> yes, no Mark Henry. You didn't want to hear. Beautiful. Let's get ready for the main event. You didn't want to hear hey, that. Hey, Tony Schiavone did it, and I was like, Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus, that you heard my prayers. You heard my prayers. I was like, Yes. Your face every time he comes on, it's just like yeah, my face anytime I hear AEW music. Oh, well, see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about this. Like, again, This we had Andrade versus Pac-2. I, I thought it was a pretty decent match. Pretty anytime decent these match. men go against each other, it's a, it's a good match to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, Pac to me, Pac got the win, which was surprising because I thought Andrade was gonna get it like clean this time, but nope, they sounds which means that we're probably gonna get this a third time because they love having trilogies. But you know, after the match is over, you know, lights go out, it only means one thing Malachi. Why? They're friends. Who? Andrade said the best. He said, I have many friends around the world. But why? I I don't know. I do not know. But that made you know, no I sense mean, to me. You no, know, Malachi comes out, you know, he tries to go after Pac, and then out of nowhere, here comes Papa Arn and good old Cody. Yeah. Did no. you did you see the gun? The hand, yeah, I, hand I, I gun. Did see the, I did see the hand. Okay. Gun, yeah. All right. Yeah, I was I like, ooh, he got a trigger finger. Yep, <laughs> he got the Glock. He right. Got out his Glock. Pew, pew, pew. Everybody gonna die. That's for a GM right there, because I already know that would have been it. <laughs> His contribution to that. <laughs> pew, pew, everybody gone die. Pew, pew, you know what I mean? That's that's kind yeah, of what I yeah. felt <laughs> when okay, he came out and okay. did that. I was like, really? So we're going to hype up on this now. All right. But I mean, that, um, what was that move he did? That Arn did? I was like, oh, snap. He still got snap to that move. Oh, Spinebuster? Yes, that Spinebuster. I was like, okay, Arn, all right, let's go. Shoot, that was that was pretty good, but still, um, his ass don't need to be in the ring no more. Nope. But see that that segues into to Saturday's Dynamite though, because again, let's you know as we go from Rampage, let's move over to Dynamite, which was the next night. <gasps> We're not done. Oh no, not not yet, not yet. Uh, still gotta okay. go. We still gotta go through you know Saturday Night Dynamite and okay, let's see opening too. match. Right. Opening match was Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes. I uh, I didn't like this one. Me neither. Um, I I feel like Dustin needs to hang it up. Yep. He, he looked where he was taking his sweet time in this match. Yep. And I don't know if it's just due to where his where he's going with the character, or if that's just really where he's at in Both. When it comes to wrestling status. He just tired, y'all. He tired. Like he tired. them he bags did. under his eyes. He just tired, y'all. Like. No amount of coffee in the bag is going to help. There's no amount of face paint. It don't help when the face paint matches the other side of the tired face. Like, why you paint your whole bag under your eye? Like, <laughs> you just look tired. Like, yep. damn. Even Jeff Hardy does a better job at his face paint. Like, oh, my Lord. 
he had more energy as gold dust than he does just being dusty, you know. I'm for me, yeah, I'm just kind of right. Right. Like he got into that character a lot more. I don't understand his gimmick right now other than being the older Rhodes brother or part of the Nightmare family. Who else is left in that family? Don't nobody else come out. Who's part of the Nightmare family? Oh, there's so many people. It's literally a, I, I call it the knockoff NWO. I really do. Because there's Ooh. so many. So many in there. Well, isn't that the like norm for AEW to have multiple people in a faction? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is. I mean, some work, some don't, though. You know, but I mean, that's again, but AEW does it. So does WWE. Almost every promotion has some type of faction. Some factions work, some don't. That's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't like this this match either. Um, obviously, Brian is a lot more um, conditioned. Um, He's in better ring shape. Better ring shape, conditioned for a fast-paced match than what Dustin was able to give him. Um, but obviously, Dustin trusts Daniel in the ring. So um, that I think that's what that was. I agree. Um, again, this was another world title eliminator match. So Brian wins convincingly, obviously. Um, moves on to the semis. I think he's the odds-on favorite. What about you? What do you think? I think so. Uh, it seems pretty predictable. Um, he just got into AEW, obviously, as a big name. So, yeah, for me, it's predictable that he's going to win over the other people in the tournament right now. Who else is in this tournament? As far as big names, you got Moxley, you got Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston. I mean, there's there's some there's some names left. There is some names left. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see I don't see AEW putting this on Lance Archer or Eddie. Um mm-hmm. Mox already has his hands full. Is he still champion um New Japan? No. New Japan. Oh, he's not. But he's a GCW champ though. Still. Oh. Okay. So, well, yeah, so he has his hands full with that. So, yeah, yeah Danielson is really the only obvious choice. Can I say what? how much I still love his entrance music? Like every time yes, it comes can. on, I'm still bopping like. <laughs> okay, yes, sorry. My no, you're good. Getting carried away. You're I want to hurry up and finish talking about AEW because right, well, I'm excited uh, about what's what's to come. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, so like I said, that was one match. Uh, you know, I wasn't. I really didn't care too much for what Kenny's saying because I'm not a fan of basically their whole movement. I mean, I, I saw the the highlight of the whole segment was the cameraman zooming into their shoes because, again, that's top dollar going against AEW. They're talking about sneakers. Oh. That was kind of petty, but, you know, they, they're going to do what they do to they always the petty. Going. Always petty, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the whole point of it outside of the shoes was just him to build towards this match against Hangman. He pretty much feels Hangman's nobody and insecure so you know, calls him a coward and i'm like all right well, we'll see so i don't know he called begs him the question. Coward. really begs the question though when this match happens at full gear does hangman win or does kenny retain and then drop it to, to brian that's the question that's gonna be a pretty decent question that is a good question and i have the answer um mm-hmm. Hangman's gonna win, and we mm-hmm. are going to get Hangman versus Dan Brian Danielson. Hmm. So a face versus a face. Mm-hmm. Not unheard of. No. But, but who wins? all the more exciting. That's the exciting part. Somebody gotta win, though. Well, I don't know who's gonna win. That's the exciting part. It gives you anticipation to actually watch this match. Because if Kenny wins and either, you know, and Danielson has to go against him, we're already going to halfway expect um, it's gonna be interference. Yeah, it's going to be predictable that Kenny's going to win because he's going to cheat his way to win. And it's going to get boring. All right. All right. Speaking of boring, um, let's, let's talk about FTR. Mm, saying that they're coming after the AEW tag titles. 
Do you think it's going to happen at Full Gear? Because they're pretty much laid out that challenge against the Lucha Bros. I guess. I don't know. I don't like them. You already know my feelings on FTR. Um, <sighs> an honest question. Are they going to be the double champs holding the AAA and AEW tag team title? I don't see it. No. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think this it. is this is the one where Lucha Lucha Bros they get these they retain and then down the line they get those triple A titles back because right. FTR is not doing nothing with those titles right now. Right, I didn't even know they were the yeah. champs. So why are they trying to be greedy and get all the belts? Because they feel that they're the best tag team in the world and nobody. Man, they need to go and sit down somewhere and actually do something with you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> Moving on, I don't like it. All right, let's, uh, I mean, you had the Sting interview, um, MJF. That was sad. Oh, my it Lord. Was, it was. I mean, MJF basically, like, th- this is where I don't like it, because it's so predictable. All MJF did was just further cement himself as the heel in this storyline with Darby, and eventually Darby's going to come back. They're going to have their match. Darby's going to win. Drag boy? Yeah, drag boy. Pretty much. So you how many mean? more times are you going to see him be drugged before, <laughs> drug, um, dragged? Um, before their match, like I, I don't think we we probably won't see him till the match. Gotcha. I, that's which you know, which is going to be on November thirteenth at Full Gear. It's another match, so the the Full Gear card is is looking pretty nice. Um, let's see. You have Britt basically build towards her match against Ty. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that promo. Did you? Like, I was like, what is she saying? That's uh, I didn't really listen. I just saw her do the DMD part, and that That's was it. it. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't listening. I tuned it out. Uh, my bad. I was looking well, at it, but I tuned it out, and that's all I saw. No, nah, it was she short was saying, though. Yeah, she just said that you know, Ty, all Ty, all everybody knows Ty four is her ass, and that's all she flaunts around. <laughs> and sorry. so Britt was just like, you know, when they have their match, she's gonna you know kick her in the ass and you know keep moving. I was like, okay, good. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That was yeah. that was the whole thing. Oh. I just summarized it. Wow. Okay. She usually gives better promos, but I guess it depends on the opponent. On the opponent. Yep. I concur. Yeah. Um, let's see. Match two, we had Ruby versus Penelope for the ugly title that I call the TBS title. Um <laughs> This was also predictable. I already knew Ruby was gonna win. Yeah. Um Although, you know, your favorite person came out at the end. Who's my favorite person? Red Velvet. Oh, Lord. One of the Duncan Hines. She came out for the say because, you know, Bunny Penelope, you know, tried to do the one one, one one-upsmanship. She tried to come out to save Ruby. Yeah. No, no, no. This ain't no color match. Because she's facing Bunny, though. That's because she's facing Bunny this week, actually. Red Velvet, if you don't get your concern, you know what? Mm-mm. No, someone needs to turn the oven up to four hundred and burn the cake, because she ain't helping nobody. No, like she don't need to be in this equation. I agree. I agree. Oh my god! I completely understand. I mean, no, but, no, you no. know, I mean, I, I do say this. I, I do. I am gonna like the the next match, which is Ruby versus Chris Statlander. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. And I, I, I think Chris wins. But we'll see. We'll see. But I'll be a whole lot better than what this match was. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, let's, I was just going to highlight it. You know, you have Bobby versus Anthony Green. Bobby Fish gets the win. I guess he's a heel in AEW now. I kind of like that because it said, you know, and then Punk comes out because, you know, basically told him, Bobby, you're doing too much. So it looks like we're going to get Bobby versus Punk on Dynamite this week. Do you hmm, think this is a good? Do you think this is a good storyline, or do you feel like is it something that they're just throwing together last minute? I don't think it's last minute. Like I've been noticing with Punk's opponents, they're gradually giving him tougher opponents. Um, and Fish is a good one. You know what I'm gonna call Bobby Fish? You know I got a nickname for nickname everybody, everybody, right? So I'm gonna call him Sardine. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you why. He's no, tightly packed like sardines, sardines are in a can. <laughs> oh, no. It's that same fish. So it's, it fits. Sardine is a fish tightly packed in a can. He's really short, and he's really tightly packed. 
why you said sardine. I'm done. He's sardine to me. Put that man on a cracker and um, have CM Punk, you know, eat him for lunch. Like, it's everybody needs protein. You know, you know what everybody don't need is uh, this whole Leah Rush gimmick. It makes no sense. <laughs> None whatsoever. I just feel sorry for Dante because you can just see, like, as Leo was talking, you just see Dante's face. He's like, I'm just here. So I don't want to get fined. You know, he pulled that whole Marshawn line out. I was like, bro, I feel you. He did not want to be there. He felt so just not in the moment. Right. And oh, man. basically, Leo's just like, I'm going to be better than better for you than Matt was to you. And, you know, on Wednesday, we're getting Leo and Dante versus the Seidel brothers. I'm Where's Dante's uh, other partner? Hurt. His brother is hurt, still on that injury. He's on oh, the is that his actual day. brother? That's his actual brother, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were just. Oh. No. Oh, okay. That's so you know, sad. Oh. This was definitely a, a wasted segment. Um, yep. Why is Leo Rush on this show? He's making money moves. He's going to where he can get make where he can make the most money. Right now, the money is looking like a roll of quarters. Um, because oh. he's looking like a Rolling Stone from one bad match to another. Um, I don't understand why he's what what he's doing. The Leo Rush I remember mm-hmm. was all flash in your face done like out he would go out to the ring call somebody out and a match right then and there and everything win pick up his coins and keep it moving this leo rush is very much giving me theodore long vibes theodore what how does this teddy just making matches out of nowhere they might be good matches they might not be good matches but just just making matches for no reason. Leaving you scratching your head like, uh, sir, are you okay? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't understand. That's just me. Um, he's not the Leo Rush, I remember. Or I, I don't like this one. I don't like it. Well, I, I, said, a- I said it previously. He's basically, he's just a knockoff of uh, Money Matt. That's literally what his character is. He's just another version of Matt Hardy. Wasn't Matt in the audience for somebody's match? I saw him in the audience. I was like, why is he there? Yeah, I think it was for Cassidy's match because they're still continuing that whole feud. They're not done oh, with that just yet. Seriously? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yep, but uh, Lance versus Eddie. Now, this was crazy because I best wishes to Lance. I don't know what happened during that match, but he, he's hurt. Oh, and... snap. I must have missed it. What happened? You know, Eddie Eddie had to pick up the pin, so Eddie's moving on instead of Lance, which tells me that. Wow. You know, that I think that was a, a surprise win because the way that the way Lance was dominating Eddie, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Eddie had to decide to take the pin because Lance couldn't continue. Because um, you know, doctors came out, refs were looking at him. Like he was able to finish the match, but right after you can tell something was wrong. Hopefully, he gets he gets well soon. Um, but like you know, like I said, Archer dominated the match. Mm-hmm. Should have won, but I think like he got hurt on a move or something. Something along the line during the match, Eddie capitalized, got the victory. So now you know on. that's a definite upset. Yeah, yeah. I think he's facing. Yeah, he's either facing Brian or um or Cassidy, one of them, in the mm-hmm. next match. Um, yeah, Mox basically say, you know, he. All he really cares about is his daughter, and he wants to make sure he stays safe for her, which, which I thought was dope. You know, but long story short, he's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna win this tournament for my daughter." Like that's literally what he was saying. He said, "That's that's my only care, so I gotta make sure she's protected at all costs." Right. Oh, so him being a father now, yeah, they might want to look out because I don't know. I think I see him going pretty far. I don't know if he's gonna win it, but I definitely see him possibly being in either the semis or finals for the world title match. Man, I don't know what it is about these former Shield members, since they all now daddies, have gotten a little bit edgier and crazy. Have you noticed that? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, to a degree. I mean, Seth Roman, don't Ro- lost Roman's his not mind. there yet. Roman's Ro- not there yet. Well, the way he came back is a different edge to him than when he, you know, before 
He was still wearing the shield vest and everything like that. He definitely came back with Edge. True. His whole I, yeah. I agree. His whole persona changed. He's actually him. Seth over here laughing, <laughs> laugh like losing his damn mind, and then you got Mox just channeling all of that energy, that crazy energy, into something this sinister and right. boiling. It, it's crazy. I like it, and I really wish, in some form of way, in an alternate universe, that all these men can come together as a shield again with the gimmicks that they have now untouchable yeah that that's a really good point and the thing is though the universe that could happen down the line the question is as well because i i really do think moxie would come back to the e down the line you think so i do i really do hmm. could i might be the only one out on that limb but I, I i do see him coming back and you know they might not necessarily reform the shield but you know having them all three under one roof would be interesting to see Oh my God, I'm just getting tingles thinking about it. I mean, I think they would have to fight for creative control. I think so. Um, I agree. Right? Because Roman has pretty good control over his gimmick. I think Mox really needed to fight for that because they wouldn't let him do it then. Mm -hmm. If he does go back, he has that right to say, I want this. And they oh, should. He give it more to than him. earned that. More than earned it. Mm. That'd be so nice to see. It would. Um, so I got two skeptical segments. We had the whole Man of the Year promo on Inner Circle. Long story short, pretty much Ethan Page, all ego, let his ego do the talking, said that on Wednesday, what's going to happen is he's going to face Sammy for the TNT title. If he wins, Sammy has to not only give up the title, obviously, but then leave the Inner Circle forever. I was like, that's kind of interesting. Random. Right. Right. But then Sammy counters and is like, hey, well, if that's the case, when I win, I pick the three members for our 10 man tag from American Top Team. So I was like, okay. Wow. So obviously, I think Sammy's going to win because I don't see him losing the title at all. Right. And I'm going to be curious to see who he picks because after, you know, that whole exchange happened, my boy Scorpio. I'm still a fan of his. Got on the mic. Was like, hey, let's have this match now. And then as they go after Sammy, basically the rest of the inner circle comes out. Melee happens. They run off. American, you know, man of the year with this mm -hmm. of Scorpio, Ethan, and Adam. And, and I mean, uh, Dan Lambert. And that was the end of that segment. Pretty interesting. I don't know. That, that whole man of the year thing. Number one, their name is stupid. Why? You don't get the whole gimmick? I get it. I get the gimmick, but it's like, couldn't they have... I don't, I don't know. It's come up with something a little bit catchier. Like, Men of the Year is like... I feel like their face should be on the wall. You know, the Employee of the Year pictures. You know what I mean? That's what I... Uh, that's that's what I, the first thing that comes to mind, though. Like it employee is. Of the month. Employee of the Month, Men of the Year. It, it's just... It feels kind of stilted. You know what I mean? Like, they took that and they ran with it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah but the... it's working, though. Is it? You don't think so? Only because they got that man as a mouthpiece. What's his name? Um, Dan Lambert? Yeah, Lambert. Mm -hmm. But the name, like, Lambert, like, you expect him to be an ambulance chaser. And he is. He's a match chaser. Like, he's running after all of the top talent and making sure that they get their match or they making sure that, you know, his clients are relevant. Right. So speaking of relevancy, what is up with Brandon Cutler? Like, why? Why do they just throw him to the wolves like that? Because he had a basic impromptu match, Jungle Boy versus Cutler. Quick match. Jungle Boy, you know, submits him. Mm. Jungle Boy's like, oh, I'm st I can still go. I want another match. Calls Wait, out Cutler's not part of the elite. Dark Order anymore. Brandon Cutler? He's been with the Elite. He's the one with the spray cans. Oh, him with the face mask still on after yeah. a whole year. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, so Adam Cole comes out. was all pretty much calls Jungle Boy an embarrassment. He's like, all right, let's fight now. As that happens, Jungle Boy makes a rookie mistake, does not look behind him. Young Bucks, you know, attack him. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the super click, stand tall. I, I'm guessing we're going to get a match. It looks like we're probably going to get a match between Jungle Boy and Cole. I'm guessing this week on Dynamite. Yeah. And the court, But does Jungle Boy win? Or does this still become a numbers game? You know, it's always going to come down to numbers. Because Adam Cole and the Young Bucks are like the three stooges right now. They're inseparable. Right. So I have no hope for Jungle Boy, which is sad because... He's a really good talent, but they're just going to embarrass him. He's going to get good spots in it, though, like some, some great spots. But I, 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 don't, I don't put it past this. I don't like this show because they just like to cheat their way to wins. And it just takes all wait, of the wait, fun wait, wait, out wait, of wait. watching. What? How do they cheat? Okay. What? Okay. You don't, you don't think Adam Cole and all of them cheat? The elite, or what's their name? Damn, there's too many damn group click. names. That's super click. Yeah, click. Click. Don't, yeah. Okay, babe. Don't, All right. Don't, yeah, don't. You know I what know I was going to say. Going. I know where you're going with that. Nope. Okay, okay. Click. Yes, yes. That, that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either Not way, too many damn names. <laughs> no, that's that little man on um, Dark Order. That's him. Uh... Yeah, I ain't never going. I once I said it, it stuck. He's surrounded by hair, all that beard hair. Y'all know, y'all see it. I know y'all uh, cannot unsee it. Yeah, but but yeah, no, we 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 gonna talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that being said, you know, we we get Cody versus Malachi three. Hell of a match. How many times they gonna go against each other? I, I I'm I don't know the way this one. I, I was not happy that Cody won. I mean I knew he was gonna win, but still I didn't want him to. Um, but he finally won. Finally, yeah. Something yeah. without wearing a suit. Oh, he's always gonna wear a suit and tie. That, that's a good. Well, one. that he's last not going the, when Aaron did the little pew pew, he didn't come out in a suit. He came out in sweats and a t shirt, all fired up and stuff. You saw, you true, saw that. True. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was a great. Cody's all hard that. now, like, Ur. like Will Ferrell. Yeah, get hard. Urgh. He just needs some cornrows. No, oh man, Black Twitter would. Oh, they'd hate that if that happened. <laughs> no, they won't. They're like, oh, Brandy actually did something, or her mama, because you know her mama's the one that's gonna. Hey, her mama's right. gangster. Okay, I Everybody love her mama. Said. I was like, oh, thank God, that's where Brandy's blackness come from. Oh, okay. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> you, you did. You did. Ah, I, like, I said um, it. I said it. Oh, yeah. Lord. But you know, there's some bougie black folk, and then, you know, so you. I'm going to start calling her Regine. No, because seriously, like, you see it, right? Regine on a living single mm-hmm. <laughs> desperately got out of what we call the hood or the projects, yeah. right? Mm hmm. And she wanted to transition into the finer things and create a better life for herself. And that's what Brandy did, I think. I hope. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe. Let me not say yeah, that. Yeah, but when you do that, you can't forget about where you came from, though. That's the No, issue. no, you can't. You know, you can't. Um, I just need her to bring some of that. That hood. That attitude. Right. Um, into her lifestyle. And you know what? Sometimes it shows. It does show. And I'm like, okay, stay there. Stay there. Move the needle. Mm-hmm. Keep going. But she don't. She stopped. But she go right back. <sighs> it's okay. Her girl boss is enough. I just, I like to see her where she at in the position she's in. And I'm proud of her for that. But sometimes I'm just kind of like slap the white Watch people, girl. Just, yeah. Just, just slap them. Say something. And then go back. So it's a work in progress. It is. Speaking of a work in progress, let's transition to SmackDown. Because, you know, there wasn't really a lot that went down. Except from, like, there's three really big things that I want to highlight. That's pretty much the three big things that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, the recap of Crown Jewel, for those that aren't aware. Main event was Roman versus Brock. Roman retained. Mm-hmm. Brock was pissed. Mm-hmm. For the first 30 minutes of Raw, 
All we heard was just Roman chirping, putting himself over how he's the greatest. I smashed him. Yeah. I yes. I was, like, I, was sorry. I was like, okay. I was like, go ahead, smash, baby. Go ahead, smash. Yeah, but then you know he kept he kept putting Brock's name in his mouth, talking about how he's better than Brock and this. He can do that, and I don't. And you know, eventually Brock does come out because he straight up said, "Oh, I'm not leaving until Brock comes to the ring." Brock yeah. comes out, All right? Yeah, I think Roman should have been a uh, second. He should have not did that because that man told told that area up. He took sure took did. the Usos out. That poor that poor cameraman got tossed. Ref got man, tossed. that cameraman Ref was a prop tossed. all up in his face with the camera. I already knew that was a prop. I was like, Come it on didn't look no prop to me because that, that man's face, I was like, oh, poor guy. You did not oh, see that coming. That was a wrestler. That was a prop. That was a prop camera person because the other camera people was out the damn way. Okay. Yeah, they moved out the way real quick. Hell out the way, inconspicuous in their spots with the actual cameras. That prop, well, it wasn't a prop camera. It was an actual camera, but they wasn't using it because they can dispose right. of it because it's a multi-million dollar company, right? Right, right, right. Um, so they can afford to get rid of a camera, right? Um, no film in it or nothing. It wasn't even plugged in. Like, <laughs> there was no cord from that camera. Y'all saw that, right? right? Okay, so figure. You already kind of knew something was going to go down with that camera. Yeah, pretty much. And the man right there in Brock's face. Don't nobody ever get in Brock's face. That's what Zoom is for. You zoom into his face, but you don't go right up into his face with the camera filming it. Oh, what destruction are you going to do next? Oh, shit. You grabbed my camera. Oh, I'm dead. Okay. Let me get up out here. And he pushes him or whatever. Oh, that was a damn prop. Oh, that was a work. I didn't like I mean, I will say this, though. Paul Heyman, I applaud you. I, I applaud I, I him applaud for what? His facial expression? Yes. He knows how to sell, and he did well. Oh, my goodness. Because, like, the whole time Roman was talking, Paul, you can kind of tell Paul was just like, Roman, stop talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roman, stop talking. But no, he kept going. He kept, you know, kept building on his own. I'm building. the best. I did this. I did that. Oh. I mean, technically, he wasn't lying, but I was just like, bro. Yeah, no man. lies detected, but. Mm. You know, sometimes it's good to to be humble sometimes. So, No, not Roman. Yeah, no, no. not not not. He good. did not sit down and be humble. No, he did not. He got up and decided to say how many people he done smashed. Yeah, that yeah. was a double entendre, right? Like yeah. you yeah. caught that, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, so I'm 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 not the only female. I love you and I'm married to you. But when he kept saying I smashed him, I was like, okay, you know what, sir, you're gonna need to stop because you're getting all the female <laughs> viewers all excited. And I know there's going to be some women <laughs> listeners like, oh, you heard Brahma say he smashed him. He smashed him. He can smash me anytime. Smash <laughs> me. That's all I heard. I was like, all right, Roman. Okay. Oh, mm. okay, sir. Uh, okay. You oh. smashed, but your your head sure to get smashed into that uh, pole when, when Lesnar ran you up into it. So, mm. did you like, I mean, so like that, like I said, Roman, fought, you know, he, Talk this talk. Brock comes out, handles business, takes out the ref, takes out superstars. Do you think that was a good opening? I thought that was hot. That was a way to open the show. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, then... after Crown Jewel was such a good, you know, house show. Right. I'm not even gonna call it a pay per view. It was a good house show. They needed a a SmackDown with to keep us engaged, and they did exactly that. Um, whenever yeah. Brock is on TV. You always expect him to do some type of damage. And Lord have mercy, did he do damage? He did. I mean, but the the funniest part to me was Adam Adam Pierce, you know, comes out. I don't condone this. As a company, we don't condone this. R.I.P. Definitely suspending R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, literally. That's all I was thinking in my head. I was like, boy, that is your death sentence. That's the most with a smile on his face. I was like, oh. <laughs> now the way he had his head t- head tilted, like, oh, yeah, what you say? I, I didn't quite hear what you said. You know, I got this cauliflower ear. You know, my hearing ain't the best. What you right. say? And I was like, oh, Adam, all that bass in your voice. We so was like, we're gonna have to indefinitely. And then you heard the music. Yep. His Pierce's face, face went white. I was yep. like, oh, and with good reason, Brock. F5 that man, not once, but twice, done split his pants and 
everything. I said, oh, Jesus, poor Adam. <laughs> Look at it. Look at you on the pants on the ground. Your pants on the ground. What's your pants on the ground? All split and stuff. Boy. Yeah, I, I mean, and it, it comes up to that moment, though. Like, that happens to Adam. And you can just tell the way they're going with this storyline. Sonya's going to be power hungry. <gasps> Majorly power hungry. Because the way she does this Naomi like that. Oh, oh, my God. I was so sad. I was like, dang, Naomi, just, just slap her something. Do something. I get where they're going with the storyline that she's going to be all power hungry and now that mm-hmm. she's in charge because Adam's out due to injury from the F5s. You know right. what I mean? I don't I don't want it. I don't I just can't she be a regular wrestler again and just get her ass whooped by Naomi. And Naomi, can you just do a curb stump on that bitch's face for me, please? I don't need your ass in her face. I need your foot in her face. Like break her grill. Like ooh, ooh. Oh, y'all know this is a sore spot for me. Y'all know this is a thorn for me. I just can't yeah. stand Sonia. I did like Naomi's outfit, though. She looked real cute. But I'm going to need her to get gangster real quick. Like, where the hell is Mia Yim? Because Mia and know, Naomi together probably. are great. I didn't see her face up in the roster. Seeing as how, well, I mean, I know they're not married yet, but seeing as how her, her fiance's on Raw, unless he, yeah, he. Yeah, he's on Raw, so that's probably yeah. where she's going to be. Okay, so you're just assuming that she's going to be on there, too? Yeah. Well, damn, that sucks. But shit, like, somebody needs to edge edge, uh, edge up Naomi. It's about time. You can still be, you know, feel the glow, but you need to edge it up a bit. Yeah. Um. What do you think of, Uh. we're going to move on, what do you think about Woods' uh, coronation? I-, I liked it. You did? Kind, I, I liked it that he got coronated. I like it that he's the king of the ring. Mm-hmm. But for me, I felt like they could have been a bit more fanfare. Like they could have used that platform a bit better. Or is it I just? Felt, I felt it was flat. That's literally what it was for me. I, I, I wasn't a fan. Because to me, I'm just like, man, you just became king. Turn heel. Do it already. Like invoke your power. Oh, you wanted that. Yeah. No, I think that's going to happen subtly. Like, there's going to be little instances of him, like, just popping off at the mouth and he going to say something funny. And then he going to be like, oh, no, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> but he's not he really wasn't. kidding. Yeah. I think it's going to happen like that. And it's not going to happen right away. I think it's going to be, like, a couple months. But here's the thing, though. During the whole thing, because Kofi was his hype man, obviously. You know, cloaks him, gives him the scepter, does the crown. Woods is on the mic, you know. Does his face. Thanks to fans. Thanks, Kofi. But then when he says he has his gospel, I was like, oh, give it to him. Man, that was so weak. (laughs) That was weak. Because that was his perfect opportunity to lay down his decrees and just just cement the heel turn. It would have been dope. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't happen. I guess I'm impatient because I really want to see it. Like, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, I, I say give it time. Develop the story. Develop that part of his his um, legacy as King of the Ring. Because if it happens now, all of a sudden, then there is no buildup to it. They were going to complain there was no buildup to it. Something this big, something's lackluster. So this is what it takes. Have it be, oh, okay, you know, good old happy Xavier Woods is now King of the Ring. La, 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 la. And they have mm-hmm. Francesca and they're dancing all about but have that turn happen gradually and we all fall in love with that gradual heel turn. And we're just like, yes. Rather than like, oh, that's fucked up. Why do you have to do it like that? You know what I mean? So I, I'm I'm here for it. I'm watching closely. But for now, I'm happy that he's actually king of the ring. Okay. I am too. Let's, and uh, how do you think about how, how SmackDown ended? Because this got hyped on social media. Ooh. The drama, but, the drama, yeah. the drama, y'all. About it. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Ooh, y'all know I don't like Charlotte. And already when she came out, she was doing too much, as usual. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, of course, Sonya didn't have control over the segment, anyways. So I was like, bitch, you ain't even needed. They could have just went out there and talked amongst themselves. But from what I heard about this whole thing, the way Charlotte was just supposed to hand over the championship. So what she 
to Becky. So what she did was trying to do keep away and then throw it on the ground. And Becky trying to go for it made Becky look like a damn fool. And that was not supposed to happen. That was not scripted. That was not talked over. That wasn't how the whole segment was to go on. So I was like, ooh, that's hella disrespectful. But what else can we expect from Charlotte, right? So now Becky, on the other hand, when her mouth was just quiet and her whole mouth, her jaw, you could just see her teeth grinding. She was so mm, mad, right? I was like, it could have been to the normal fan. Oh, this is all gimmick. It's all storyline. This is what's supposed to happen. But for me, I realized that female's pissed. Right. And she's trying to keep her composure because this is her damn job. I was... Yeah, I, I, I hear you on that because to me it's just like, first of all, and I know Mac and GM and our general can all agree that you know, this should have never happened. They both should have just dropped their belts Charlotte should have dropped it to Bianca. Becky should have yeah. dropped it to Sasha. Yep. And we get what we want to see. We we let you know both 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 queens run both shows. They take a break, go do their own things. But companies being the company, they're like, hey, we're gonna do what we did last year, switching to the titles. That's how you demean both titles. There's no there's no there's no respect when you do that. Mm-mm, not at all. No not respect at all. when you do that. I completely agree. And then on top of that, like you said, you know, the fact that Charlotte just dropped that title like that was like meaning that she she told Becky, hey, you want this title? Fine, here. But it's not worth anything. Right. Like, oh, here you go. And then, you know, Becky obviously just, because she was so upset, she just tossed Charlotte the title. And she was like, no, 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 no. Nope, that wasn't because that was Becky being pissed. She's like, oh, that's what you're going to do with it here. This title don't mean nothing either then if that's how you feel. It was, they were going back and forth. Then, you know, Sasha comes up because at that point, Charlotte was like, oh, well, I'm on SmackDown now. This is my reign. Nobody can touch me. Charlotte was like, why don't we just do a winner-take-all match? That would have been dope. But Sasha comes out, says what she says. At that point, Becky and Sonya leave because I really do think Becky was like, I'm done. I'm I'm not going to stay here for this. Yeah, she didn't say nothing. She could have stayed there and had that be a a three, you know, a three-person segment. she left even before Sonia left. That's how I know Becky was pissed. Yeah, she she was gone. She was gone. She she threw that mic like fuck this and took off. I was like, yeah. oh bitch, oh. I feel Sasha went out there before she was actually supposed to be out there to try and save the segment because she saw that her friend was pissed. Yeah. So speaking of friends, I I know you you definitely listened to Charlotte um, when she was on the oral sessions with Renee. What 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 came of that? Like, what literally was Charlotte talking about? She was pretty good at evading Renee's questions. So pretty much, Renee was asking her, how exactly is her friendship with Becky Lynch, out, you know, outside of the wrestling? And really what Charlotte did to evade the question was she respects Becky because she sees... Um, that as a woman, you're able to have it all, right? The right. the marriage, the baby, being on top in your career. But she never touched personally if they are friends or not. To me, what it felt like she was saying was they grew apart because Becky was able to have all of these things, which Charlotte is trying to get, but she hasn't. Um, she alluded to the fact that she got tired of panhandling to the WWE universe to have them like her. And she finally just switched and was like, you know what? I'm going to do things for myself, how I've been wanting to do it and not try and make people like me. She was tired of people pleasing. Um, it happened as far back as with her match with Ronda when she went berserk and did all those chair shots on Ronda Rousey. So she said ever since then, she's just been on a journey of doing things the way she wants to do it how she wants to do it and forget everyone else. So she, the question is with that though, does, does, isn't that costing her a lot right now? When you go, when, cause basically it sounds like you told me that she's just going into business for herself and doing what she want to do. Pretty much. But this is a conundrum to where, okay, as much as I didn't like Charlotte as her gimmick, I'm understanding her now as a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Because, you know, when you go down on that road of self-discovery and self-identity, you're so much, she's so much in her father's shadow as Ric Flair's daughter, right? Right. But she said she's learning to turn that and embrace it and make it her own. Like, yeah, I'm Ric Flair's daughter and I've earned my ish, right? Right. And now as a woman, she's like, okay, I'm coming into my own. No longer am I identifying myself based on what, how others see me. I'm identifying myself as I see myself. And I understand that. Not saying what she does sometimes is going to hurt others and possibly hurt her career. But she's in a turn to where she might get released from the company and come back. Because if you notice, whenever someone is released from the company, it's because the company has been telling them what their career with WWE is supposed to look like. But when people get frustrated with their direction, they leave. But when they come back, it's a whole nother game changer because now their gimmick is infused with exactly who they are. Take Roman Reigns, for example. Mm. When he was given his gimmick of being in the shield, yeah, part of it was him. But that gimmick was put on him. Whereas when he came back, he was like, no, this is who I am. And y'all going to use it towards towards my character. It's a completely different Roman. So for me, I feel like that time away Charlotte did take for a while mm-hmm. when she was hurt, you know, and stuff like that. All of this probably switched in her head and clicked. Something clicked for her. And she was like, fuck this. Like, I need to go back in. Because of who I am and what I've done for this company, I deserve to have a say in who I am. And that's pretty much the attitude of what she's walking around with. And for her, it works because she is champ. Yeah, I mean, but I I hope that Sasha gets that title because I I, I think she deserves it. Me too. We've been saying Sasha deserves a legitimate title run, which is she ever going to get it? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And I know, listeners, it's weird for you to hear me talk about Charlotte in that light, but I get it. But on the other end, Sasha Banks has been upfront and honest about her mental health journey and yep. how what she's trying to do for herself. And they've given her that respect up to a grace. certain point without yep. giving her the belt, though. Yeah, that part. Okay? <laughs> That's the part she needs to speak up on. Like, okay, now, enough is enough. I need the belt, and I need it in a way that gives me that respect. Yeah. Honestly. So, Bianca, Bianca, my girl, my girl. I I love her, but she, she needs to find over. her. She, yeah, she got screwed over, and she needs to find her footing ASAP, because I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I love BFAB. I do. Right? Because Hit Row did debut. Right? right? On, on Friday. Um, she might be the, the fresh, young, black face female that we see. Oh, I hope not. I, I really hope that's not the case. She's too green. She she cannot be. She, they cannot strap the rocket on her and let her fly. No. But if she can hold herself on the mic. Yeah, it's more than just being on the mic, though. I know, I know. Just being on the mic. But WWE is sports entertainment. (sighs) Yeah, that's a tough one for me. I, I, yeah, no. Mm -mm. I'm just saying, WWE is sports entertainment. If they felt the need enough to call them up to the main roster, they got a plan for BFAB. They got a plan for all four of them. Mm. So just, just. Let's just keep our, our eye on her, because I already I, I can I can feel it in my bones. I can just feel it, and I know I know the guys will be ecstatic, especially Matt, to hear that BFAB might be in a place of uh being pushed. But I know we can all agree it's too soon. But it we all know we all know WWE don't care. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They just want bodies in the ring that can carry on on the mic and they can sell merch hmm. yeah I I don't know we'll see because like I said I'm a we all fans of Hit Row we love we love the stable 
We love the change that's made because now the top dollar is a leader of Hit Row. It's not Swerve. Oh, it's not Sweet and Low. Swerve. Sweet and Low. Swerve. Sweet and Low. Okay. No. We, we stick. I'm, I'm okay. If it helps y'all to spin the Sweet and Low reference, he spits sweet bars while talking so softly, so low. You hear that? On the lower okay. register. Yeah, we And his we, bars be hella sweet and tight with it. So okay. sweet and low. Okay? Does that help? Rather than think of the whole pink packet of and, and artificial Mac, sweetener and the Mac, iced tea. Mac, this is your time to respond because <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to speak. But, you know, when you when you come back sweet. on, that's definitely, uh, you know, respond <laughs> to that moment. But, but love, before we get out of here, we, we got to talk about what happened in Wilmington, California on Friday night? PCW Ultra All Systems Go. Go. Hashtag all this work. Yes. Yes. We, we definitely oh want to shout out, you know, WWE Hall of Famer and legend Ron Simmons. Yes. Appreciate him. JTG. Yes. Oh my God. Juicy. I'm... I swear, Juicy was just oh man. Oh that my God, for such a big man, he can go. Can it's, it's a different experience just watching. For those that have a chance, go go watch independent wrestling, you guys. It, it, it's a beautiful thing to see. Be careful, Very intimate. Make sure you wear sneakers so you can get yeah, out the way hella fast. Because I saw my life flash before my eyes for <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, why did we pick this spot, y'all? Like, why did we pick this spot? But we got good cameos. We got great footage. Um, yeah, check out right. on our Instagram and our stories. It was amazing. Uh, oh. We went with our OG podcaster. Yeah, yeah. Lyndon was in the building with us, which is hella fun. Um, that was so cool. But, yo, like, it was good to see JTG again, like, after all these years. Like, you remember, babe, when we took a picture of him? I was yeah. so upset we couldn't find the picture. Um, to show him but I was also kind of like I don't want to show him because it might trigger him for seeing yeah, Shad in the Shad. picture mm-hmm. but um, and you know he wasn't going to remember us it was in Oakland in the dark and we like <laughs> we slipped in the back park in the parking lot and we're like hey can we get a picture he ain't going to remember us so it was cool yep. to see him again yeah but uh, with this whole event yo I'm telling you PCW got some on their hands Y'all pay attention to this company. They flying. They it's it's beautiful to watch. Congrats to Viva Van, new the new Ultra Women's Champ. Woo! Jacob Fatu. I'm telling you, y'all, Oops. this man. Yes, like future. Like I, we all said it. If he, if he ever does face Roman, oh man. <gasps> oh my god. You know the the true tribal chief will be standing up at that point and. For those that haven't figured it out yet, it's not Roman. Just saying. It's not. <laughs> I, might, I might ruffle some feathers with that one, but you know, it's, we're going to call Mike, it what it is. You did, babe. You did. You ruffled feathers. Okay. Yeah, but you know, I mean, like I said, you know, him and uh, and Joseph Samel, known as War Beast, they retained their tag titles. That was one crazy match. Oh my God, that was. Oh. Against 5150. Definitely want to shout out Danny Limelight. Congrats yep. on the new role on NCIS, bro. Yes. Well deserved. Well we watch deserved. on TV. Look at you. Yes, yes. And you know, he listeners tune in. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be on pretty soon. So, like like Rose is saying, check out our social media. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on IG, on Facebook. We bring you all the mayhem, all the all the news. But last but not least, our our original. Our first time guest, Alex Kane, he really did give all that work to Hammerstone. Yes, all that did. work. And it was nice. It was a beautiful thing to see. Continue celebrating your birthday, Alex, man. Just know that we love you. We appreciate you. Yes. Keep well doing done. them suplexes. Take yes. them to school. Take them to work. Like, man, seeing that in person, I was like, dang, I did not want to be on the end of those. Bruh, that, oof. And you know what? Before before we do get out here, another shout out to to Mr. Renegade himself, Mr. Lucas Riley. He's another one y'all tune in. Tell him we, yeah, come, yeah. we come with the mayhem. We bring we're bringing in that hot fire. Yep. Yeah, I mean y'all out. don't want to keep sleeping on us. We is bringing in the talent. Y'all hear me? Our RSM family is growing episode 
by episode. Like, who knew a year ago that we would have an all Luke episode? That's true. Like, come on. A husband and wife, we doing the damn thing. We bringing in the stars. We bringing in the talent. Y'all, don't sleep on us because literally, we going to blow up overnight. So, let's just, just, just keep listening. And we are very entertaining. I think we are a very entertaining podcast. If you don't understand our humor or our points of view, just keep listening. It might change. We might surprise you. Who the hell would have known that I would be talking about AEW for 30 minutes? Yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thanks, babe. Only for you. Only for you. I did it only for you. Well, no, I mean, but now now Mac and GM, they can't say nothing because you legitimately spoke about AEW. Yeah, I'm going to need a break off of AEW after this episode. (laughs) Don't ask me nothing about no AEW for two weeks. I mean, okay. Three. You got to admit, AEW's on a run right now. We can't. They are on a run. I can't deny that. No. But there's some segments I'm just going to be mute about. Y'all already got a clip from me. Y'all already got so many other things. Oh, the fact that you do. I got to get it in there again. The way y'all clutched your pearls when I first mentioned that, boy, that was hilarious. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> on that note, listeners, we like I always say, you know, we appreciate you. Like us, share, follow, go find us on Twitter, find us on IG, find us on Facebook, Ringside Mayhem Pod. We here, we coming, bringing that madness. Yep, yeah. On that note. I'm going to say it again. Next episode, Impact's own new Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Moose will be on our next episode, and the crew will be here. So until next time. We're going to be hype. We're going to be hype. Tune in. Tune in, y'all. We appreciate you, but we out. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, hit us up on our website at tssaw.com or you know go to our email at ringsidemayhem7 at gmail.com or look us up on facebook at ssaw and we'll see you there